Watch who? Hello. And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yep, watching for the very first time. Very first time. And may I welcome you all to the edge of time and space. Keep with it. Um, <laughs> the edge of time and space for the season nine Dusket! <laughs> Welcome, welcome. So thank you very much to Kronos, who has arranged all of this for us. We're out in space, floating around. <laughs> Try and grab a chair. Yeah. They're out there. Grab a chair, everyone, as, as you float past. Uh, the red carpet is floating by uh, and everyone is taking their places. So please welcome. Jojo's just sort of merged into everything. Yeah, yeah. There, there goes there goes Joe. Uh, there's Kronos flying around. Uh, Ruth and Stu are here proudly, arm in arm. They're not brother and sister. Uh, <laughs> oh, are they not? Have you looked that up? I, I looked that up, yeah. They're not brother and sister. Okay. And, oh, Ruth actually went to Cambridge with Anne Travers, apparently. Oh. There are. There's a little fact, fact for the red carpet for you as they walk past. Uh, we've got the controller from Day of the Daleks. Hepesh, King Peladon, uh, the Sea Devils. Oh, we've got a group of mutts in tonight. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we've got the gorillas as well, and that's sure. Uh, we've got Captain Park, Jane Blythe. Oh, yes, okay. And, and providing all the catering for tonight, Edith is back with her little space bus. Uh, and she's got Molly helping her, she's got Mary Ash, and Jane Blythe has provided all the sandwiches tonight. <laughs> Jane Blythe sandwiches. Jane Blythe's all round. And also, can we just thank uh, Sir Reginald Styles for providing wine from his cellar tonight as well? <laughs> Let's get pissed! Pissed with Styles, yeah. <laughs> also, just special thanks before we start out. Stage manager, uh, Mrs. Pageant, she's done a lot, put a lot of work into this. It's not easy to stage manage in space, you know. No, I bet not. So thanks, love. Well, should we just start then with our first category now we're all ready? Yeah, let's go. Start off with Best Villain. Dum, dum, dum. The nominees for Best Villain are The Controller, Day of the Daleks. I want the exact space-time coordinate, so whatever happens, don't lose it. Hepesh, The Curse of Peladon. Hagador has been merciful. We must give thanks that you have all been spared. Trenchard, the Sea Devils. You must lead me all along. You said it was spies, saboteurs. The Marshal, the Mutants. What? What? Hurry, you men! Hurry! Ooh, we're starting off with a shady bunch. Now, this provided quite a bit of, well, short, but it did provide discussion, didn't it? The master didn't make it this time, but we the four we've got are they're pretty good actual villains. I meant more around the whole like, what is a villain? What is a monster? Ah, uh, yeah, okay, because we did think of Arcturus from the Curse of Peladon as a villain, mm. uh, but we crossed him out and put him over into the monster category. Uh, so I think we should stick. Actually, thinking about it now, we should stick with humanoid villains for this. Yeah. For example, we didn't have, you know, city administrator from the sensor rights in villain, did we? Oh, or did we actually? Well, I know this is, I mean, now as this grows, as the series grows, as the Doskers grow, these are the sort of like conversations that come up. So, you know, if the Brits can change its categories, why can't the Doskers? We'll keep it as humanoid villains for now. Yeah. So let's go through them then. The controller in Day of the Daleks. Do you remember him? No, remind me again. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting over there with his control ladies, vibrating the controls either side of him. Um, so, you know, he had the shiny face in the green suit in the future. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. 
in the future. <laughs> no, that was the word that got <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> he was in Willy Wonka. How can you forget him? <laughs> With that description, I mean, yeah. He got a bit of criticism for being over the top, but and actually, do you know what? He was doing what he had to do. He wasn't. I think if he had a choice, he might not have actually been a villain. No, no, maybe not. He wasn't like the strongest villain of the season that he stuck out in my memory, but he he got shortlisted. Uh, and Hepesh from Curse of Peladon. I remember Hepesh. He does. He wanted Brexit. Yes, and he was really annoying, wasn't he? Yeah, and he actually got killed at the end by Agador. These things happen. He was a manipulator and he manipulated the king and and the whole Galactic Federation and all of that. So he deserves his place. It's not the Squire guy, is it? No, no, we're not there yet. Okay, just um, checking. <laughs> and it's Trenchard next from the Sea Devils. You really didn't like Trenchard. No, I didn't. And do you know, honestly, my mind is having a blank today. Remind me. Remind me and he'll come back. He was... The, he was um, in the prison with the master, and the master was... Oh, yeah, gosh, he, he was so flaky. He was so flaky. I was not a fan at all. Yeah, he, he arrived on the red carpet in his little car with no doors. Of course. <laughs> Pulled up, had his photo taken. Uh, actually, he got killed as well. Um, <laughs> oh, and the controller got killed. They've all been killed so far. Oh, and then we're on to the marshal from the mutants who gets killed as well. <laughs> all of our villains have been killed. However, they're here tonight. However, they are here, obviously here tonight. We went back in time before they were killed, picked them up (laughs) and brought them back. Exactly. Exactly. The marshal is here with his squire's wig on. Of course. Specially washed. Um, So you really didn't like the marshal? No. Yeah, it's a good category, actually. We we really didn't like... He was a proper villain. And actually, he made the mutants. He did, yeah. Uh, He was just really squirey as well. Right, well, let's find out who's won. Everybody, uh, have a have a glass of wine, uh, and the <laughs> I always get everyone to have their food and drink in between the categories. I've got to keep everyone well fed and, uh, and happy during the. I've got to keep the audience on your side. <laughs> yeah, let's get them drunk. That'll help. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Edith, hand round the wine in the in your hall. Get your mead out. Right. Get the mead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nations all round. <laughs> Terranations all around. <laughs> the menu gets bigger and bigger every time we do a DOS. Like our budget for this, seriously, is like astronomical. It's why we had to start a like, you know, a membership scheme just to cover the budget for the Doskers. <laughs> well, Kronos has been very generous with us. Kronos can manipulate time and space. So we've got <laughs> we've got everything this time. <laughs> Pulled out all the stops. Anyway, right. Uh, the winner of Best Villain is The Marshal from The Mutants. Ooh, that's it. Breaststroke over here through space. Breaststroke. <laughs> I don't know how much you travel through space. Here we go. Okay, you've got it, Sarah. Marshall, there you go. Sarah, are you all right to me? bring it over to me? Me? <laughs> You're the one that's swimming over to him. I was getting to swim over here. Well, you. Oh, I, I'm buckled into my chair. Of course you are. Of course you are. Let's just send Sarah on a wild goose chase. Sounds about right. There we <laughs> it's go. like challenge Annika style all over again. I'm having flashbacks. Okay, Sarah, get in your helicopter now. Yeah. Well, you can just float around space. It's all right. There we are. There we are. There he is. He's come up to get his award. Well done. Well done, Marshall. Yeah, as we said, he really did make that story. If the Marshall wasn't there, we would have really not enjoyed the mutants even more. No, that's true. I mean, like, just knowing the Squire was there kept us going. Please, this is a call out, please. Can we get the Smugglers animated or can someone find it? Because we really want to see the Squire in action. If the Smugglers came back, everyone would be loving the Squire. Sure. I think. Well, more than the mutants, I think. Probably, yeah. I'm really sorry, my chair's really squeaky. And I'm so excited fine, that it's, it's a Dosker. It's fine, you just... Slash running around everywhere, apparently. Swimming in space. It's just, it's just space chair, it's fine. <laughs> it's really squeaky, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're hearing that in the background, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, oh, there's me tray of tray of uh, marmalade sandwiches going past <laughs> from, uh, from Ruth and Stu. I'll just have one of them. Tarmac. Right. Uh, <laughs> 
And then the next category then, best monster. Uh, Shall I just read them out again? Yeah, I'll read out the winner of this one. Yeah, okay, okay. So uh, the nominees for best monster are... The Ice Warriors from the Curse of Peladon. As on my planet, you still retain the aristocratic process. The Sea Devils from the Sea Devils. This is our planet. The Mutts (laughs) from the Mutants. Oh, and Alpha Centauri from the Curse of Peladon. Something dreadful, no doubt. Really, this barbarous planet. So, a mixed bag, because some good and some bad, but we decided that it was the strongest monster, whether good or bad, to be a monster is... Because that's where we're heading now. Previously, these characters were just one thing, but now... I mean, let's talk about the Ice Warriors first. Previously... Baddies. Now, goodies. <laughs> goodies. Yeah, they are. Exactly. Yeah. So we're not like evil monster. We've got uh, an equal share. Well, actually, yeah. So Ice Warriors are good. Sea Devils are sympathetic. They're not the the cruelest monster we've met ever. No. You know, they're no Dalek. I mean, I mean, yes. Okay. Some of them shot first, but also they were manipulated by the master and they wanted their own planet back so you can't really blame them the mutts again were the evolved race weren't they it's not like they were evil creatures no misunderstood um and um alpha centauri is a, is a goodie yeah there they are tonight with a with a cocktail in each tentacle <laughs> <laughs> uh, having a great time there over with jane blythe um <laughs> Yeah, so what are we going to go on? We can't really go on the on character necessarily. It was more maybe the design we would talk about for the... Design, and I think just the impact that they made as a monster. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad season for monsters. No. Previ- like We have had seasons where we've struggled here, haven't we? I mean, the Ice Warriors haven't changed. I mean, they are literally exactly the same. They're probably the same costume. Yeah, but their character's changed, and that's what... And- Whereas previously the Ice Warriors really annoyed me, this time they didn't annoy me. Is it because they didn't have as much to do and they weren't the main focus? I don't know. I don't know. The voices didn't annoy me. Maybe it's because the focus was different. They never felt like the strongest baddie. This felt like it fit them. They were in it enough to do what they needed to do, but they yeah, if they couldn't really carry the whole story, we wouldn't want them to carry a whole story. Yeah. Um, the Sea Devils as well, they're, they're in it. They're not in it that much for a six-parter. They are sidelined because you've got the Master and you've got the Navy and everything. But this is their second Um, appearance, isn't it? Well, no, because we had the Silurians before, which are different. They are are distant cousins, I think. Uh, (laughs) But I like the design of them, actually. Oh, yeah, I love the design. I think they're really cool. They are very clever, so that's points. And the Mutts as well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't where know why. Come from. I'm so sorry. I have I'm no so, idea where this has come from. <gasps> well, no, I just imagine like a gang of mutts, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> having, a, having a night out. <laughs> I thought they were very effective when you saw them in the cave with the smoke and the lights. They look scary. I mean, if we're talking about scariness, the mutts get my vote. I think there were more like effective monsters this season. Okay, and then Alpha Centauri. Well, what can we say? I mean, icon. <laughs> yes, you're true. Absolute icon. Absolute icon. Alpha Centauri. Great character there. Great character. You just know what that character is. I think that's like that character, the second they spoke and the second they had their moments with other characters, you knew within about two minutes who that character was. I'd love to meet Alpha Centauri. I'm sure. Shall I announce the winner? Okay, please do. And the winner is... Alpha Centauri. Yes. Well done. Very well done. Very good competition there. There we go. The row, all all the arms have just gone up in the row over there where Alpha Centauri is. Oh, thank you so much. There we are. 
here, here, he, here they come. Here they come. Oh, I swore here on each arm. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulate. They're all great friends here. That's a real good win for the Galactic Federation. They're going to be <laughs> celebrating tonight. They're going to be partying over there on Peladon. Yes, well done. They're trying to get the uh, recipe for the um, Terry Nations. That's <laughs> yes. what's happening. We told you yeah. it's in the goodie bag, okay? <laughs> but no, really, as we said, memorable character, great. Um, yeah, and something different, actually. Something different that we haven't had. We haven't really had... We've not had anything like that. Like that. friendly. Yeah. No. It's, it was great. Like, icon, okay? You know? We talk about, like, the big icons, don't we? You know? Barbara Streisand's an icon. <laughs> Cher. Alfred I think Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, Susan, Ian. Yeah. I'm not icons. Susan. Barbara, icon. Ian, icon. God. Alpha Centauri, icon. Well, maybe we can add the Madonna. Alpha Centauri icon. <laughs> <laughs> Edith. Edith. Oh. <laughs> Soz Edith. Um, yeah, maybe we can add the Alpha Centauri icon award at some point. Interesting. We'll see. Let us know what you think. Do we need another category to add to the dossier? <laughs> do we need? Do we need what? What would that be? The icon of just icon, know, the being season. An icon. But then maybe we do have an icon of a season which is different to heroic. Yeah, like the the one standout character of the whole season. Yeah. Hmm. Because there's been times where we've even said like the side character. I mean, like let's be honest. If it was last season, it would have been. Um, Gosh, your name's gone. Mrs. Hawthorne. <laughs> Miss Hawthorne, yeah, exactly. Yeah, one of those. One Miss of those. Hawthorne Imagine was definitely Alpha... the icon of season eight. And she yeah. wasn't a main character or anything. But then, like, there's probably, you know, then I'd, if I was to go back to season seven, I'd sort of probably say Liz. Let us know what you think. Do we need an icon award? Yeah. I mean, could you, everyone, just pitch this now. Uh, Alpha Centauri holding an award with Liz and Miss Hawthorne either side on the <laughs> That is what I call iconic. <laughs> anyway, right, let's get on to the next category. The next one is Best Supporting Character. Yes. Long list, wasn't there? It was, yeah. So the four nominees are King Peladon from The Curse of Peladon. I was brought up by wise old men. I hardly ever see anyone young or beautiful. Alpha Centauri from the Curse of Belladon. Our mission is peaceful. We come to help your people, to raise them from barbarism. Jane Blythe from the Sea Devils. He and the girl were seen heading out to sea yesterday afternoon. There's been no sign of them since. And Kai from the Mutants. I came to demand that the Overlord stop murdering our people. Now, okay, okay, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> You don't want Jane to be there. Mark insisted. Mark, like before I'd even said anything, he went, Jane is there. And I was like, fine. It was Edith ever actually nominated? Probably, probably not. I don't know. Mark, if you want her to be the icon for that season. <laughs> no, okay, let's start with Jane then. The reason Jane is there, okay, one, no one's probably ever talked about her before in Doctor Who. No. I've never seen any Jane Blythe chat. But two, she's always present in the scenes. That's what got me. She's always there and she knows what's going on. And she's that background character that really did liven up the, the story for me. Yeah. And the, have, and the sandwich moment as well. And she has to make break. Like, okay, she makes the food. That also stands out for me. But I don't know. I just thought she was very, you know, she's one up from Corporal Bell. I mean, at least you remembered Jane Blythe. I did. I can't remember um, Corporal Bell at all. Sorry, love. She's here, isn't she, uh, apparently? <laughs> there she is floating past. I can't see her. I can't see her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I just She's just one of these. She's one of these Ediths, Corporal Bell. I don't know. There's something about Jane Blythe that just, she just needs to be there. Okay. But, okay, on the other hand, King Peladon, great character. Yes, I loved King Peladon. It was a great story and... He really stood out as a character throughout. He's trying to make 
these big moral decisions for his world, empire, whatever. Yeah, and we had our first, like, Joe potential love moment. Well, another one. I mean, I still, I still say about Bill Filer and Joe. Yeah, I think, I think uh, you're I'm wrong. Sure there's been this one. Definitely was this one. A hundred percent was. You could see Joe settling there. You could see him coming up, coming with them. You know, I couldn't see him coming with them. I could see Joe settling there, being like, what was it like, Princess Joe or Maid Joe? Yeah. And Alpha Centauri there again. Maybe a double award winner. We put Alpha Centauri there as well because, yeah, as a, you know, not only a monster, but also a, a supporting character that was part of the, you know, had lots of scenes with Joe. And yeah, you just got the character, didn't you? I mean, we sort of covered that already. So great character. Yeah. And then Kai from the Mutants. He grew on you. He was okay. He could have been a bit more effective and you could have had that more, you know, King Peladon moment with Joe with him, but it just didn't get there. It wasn't strong. But when he became a glitter ball, we were living for that. I mean, yeah, if he didn't have that at the end, if he was just standard Kai throughout. But actually, he was he was really good because he had good morals throughout. Like, you know, whereas the other lot wanted to fight, well, he knew that wasn't the benefit. He knew there was... He didn't even know what his story was yet. But he kind of had that morals. I was like, no, we've got to, like, this has to be done right. That isn't the way to do it. Yeah, he did. He did. And he stood up for his people. So I think that's why he ended up here, because he did, you know, as a supporting character should. He he did help rescue Joe, but then he also, yeah, was helping his people. So well-deserved to be here. And he's providing the light tonight. He's hanging up there. <laughs> and he'll, for the party, end of Doska party, he'll be the glitter ball. He will. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Shall I announce the winner? And the winner is King Peladon. Yes, a royal round of applause for King Peladon here with his he's here again, another great win for the Galactic Federation. They're gonna be they're gonna be wasted tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the Galactic Federation, aren't they? Back on Peladon. <laughs> they're having a great I'm doing backstroke in be... space to give my award to you now. One sec. <laughs> floating around there you go Sarah's floating towards King Peladon as we speak there she is <laughs> <laughs> oh she's reaching out oh just yeah she just managed to do that there we go that was handy I've got, I've got her on a line I'll bring you back in <laughs> <laughs> got you on your space <laughs> whatever it is I'm like a, a fishing here. rod you just there like we wheel me out I make my way out there <laughs> I should have talked to Kronos about this. I mean, I should have asked for some gravity. Uh, anyway. Yeah, you asked for this specific <laughs> setup. Like, even Joe could walk. Um, hold on, hold on. You said last episode, let's have the Doskas in the, at the edge of reality or whatever. Yeah, so but Joe was, like, one. in her green screen floating. She could at least They could at least stand there. <laughs> that's, that's where we are. We're in a green screen <laughs> space. Yeah. There we are. Well done to everybody else as well. Um... <laughs> oh, I am congratulating these fictional characters. It's my favourite time of hitting in my head. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what am I talking about? What's next, love? Right, next. What is next? I think it's best story, I think. Okay, it is now. Let's do best story. And the nominees are... The Curse of Peladon. A royal pardon would count highly with the Federation. The Federation cannot override our holy laws. It is forbidden by its charter. That is correct. The Sea Devils. Why, Doctor. Miss Grant. What a very pleasant surprise. Yes. Well, um, how are you? The mutants. The ultraviolet rays of the sun cause a kind of poisonous mist. How poisonous? I give your friend an hour, possibly less, depending on how fast they're travelling. The time monster. The last of the doctor. Buried for all time under the ruins of Atlantis. <laughs> you know, I'm going to miss him. He's not 
finished. I just know it. Now, so we only had five stories in this season, so, so all we had to do was get rid of one, and it was Day of the Daleks. It was the the weakest Dalek story. It just felt a bit of a weak story. It wasn't bad. It just felt weak. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, David was on that one, and he really didn't like Day of the Daleks. He really did not. <laughs> he really didn't, so be pleased that it's not there. But we were quite harsh on the Sea Devils. Mm-hmm. I know that wasn't our our best... Um... <laughs> I don't know, it just wasn't our best, and it wasn't their best either. But a lot of people love the Sea Devils. Yeah, we've seen. So I have to say... Maybe one day we'll go back and try again. Probably not. Sorry, but I don't know if it will help. But you know, but some people agreed with us as well. It was a, a bit sort of fifty-fifty. So um, Luke from Lost on Gallifrey podcast, it's his favourite third Doctor story. Really? Wow. Sorry. Yeah, we just couldn't forget to say on it. Yeah, and uh, on Twitter, Lit Roundels as well agreed with us that nothing really happens in three to six. He just says, you know, it's the it's the same as episode five. So, yeah, he agreed. Uh, and John Hall as well on Twitter, he doesn't like the Sea Devils as well. He doesn't see why it's appreciated. So, you know, there's quite a few people on our side. And also, well, talking about the Sea Devils, right. at FR Fons one disagreed with us um, and says there has been a lot worse stories, which, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, but to be fair, we didn't say it was a bad story. We just said nothing happened. It's almost harder. I find it a lot harder when the story's just meh. Because, like, when something's bad, it's bad. And we can say, like, you can talk about it. But when it's just like, eh, all right. Like, it's really hard to talk about. And that's what we found. We were just like, we've said it. Like, nothing happened. It's not the worst story. Yeah, it just wasn't enough. Not enough exciting things happened. I mean, it gave us Jane Blythe and some sandwiches. And the Sea Devils, great. But apart from that, uh, and also talking about the Sea Devils as well. I mean, out of this whole season, the Sea Devils got the most feedback, <laughs> probably because we were most harsh. Uh, but also, um, Fraser on Twitter, at Felix Fraser, did say, I think he thought I was a bit harsh on the uh, the microphone apology at the beginning <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> I appreciate right. it, I thank you. I swear that I checked the microphone. <laughs> what I blame is the other technical issue, a mug abandoning me halfway through because the internet cut out. I think it was something to do with that. No, 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 no. Well, no, he was quite right. I should have just blamed it on the Ford's uh, connection there because uh, obviously, you know, Trenchard or whoever uh, wouldn't have had good microphones. So um should have done that, yeah. We have sort of right. a joke that Mark just never listens to me. Like, we have a bit of a running joke between us. Look at him looking at me now. So, uh, for listeners out there, uh, here's a story to tell you. So, me and Mark um, worked in the same building, and recently we have been working together. He knows he's already laughing because he knows what I'm about to say. And I came up and I went, Mark, the female toilet doors are broken. Like, they do not shut. And he just went, all right, okay. And then a week later, I came back. I was like, Mark, the toilet doors are still broken. Like, another one is broken. They are not shut in. Mark was like, yeah, yeah, fine. It was a good, like, three or four weeks later. Someone else comes and goes, yeah, your toilet doors aren't working. And Mark was like, oh, I'll do something about it. I was like, Mark, I've been telling you that for weeks. And the toilet doors are broken. What did you think I was just saying it for? You went, I don't know. I thought you were just saying it. I, didn't, <laughs> I don't know why. I gave you back. I go back, Mark, your toilet door's still broken. I know. I, yeah, I didn't realise like every single one. I don't. I don't know. They. I, I went in and like every single one. I told I you that. Fixed, I, like, said, I think they're all broken. Like I don't know what's happened. They are all broken. You cannot shut any doors. It's not safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a month later, some random girl says it. Mark listens. So you know, <laughs> all I'm saying is this is a story of my life with me and Mark. That's up there with when you signed me up for um, leg waxing. <laughs> I did not sign you up for leg waxing, I swear. <laughs> All that happened was someone phoned up and said they're fundraising for the British Heart Foundation. Could you? Could they speak to somebody? Uh, I wasn't oh, in. Oh, and I gave... And all I did, I gave them your email address. That's all I did. Right. And then... So, 
let's just hear that. You know, I'm ringing up from another charity about a fundraising. Oh, I know. I'll just come Sarah Zita. So then I get a phone call and I'm on the phone and they're going, hi, you've signed up to fundraise for us. So I was like, no, I've not. <laughs> I haven't done anything. They're like, yeah, you do tell us here. You've signed up for it. I was like, I'm signed up for anything. They're like, yeah, you know, it can be anything just like a leg wax. So I was like, what? <laughs> what are you on about? Why is Mark signing me up for leg waxes? I didn't. I don't know. It was just a busy day. I just gave him your details. Of course you did. And Mark's like in the other room going, no, it wasn't me. I was like, it was you. It was you. Anyway, right. What are we talking about? Sea devils. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So yeah, sea devils, not like, but it, it ended up in this list over Day of the Daleks, so... There's got to be something going for it. Uh, we love the Curse of Peladon. We thought that was a really good story. Really good. There was a lot in there. All the monsters, the characters. Joe had a great time in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was uh, a nice story. Good story. I, I think people would be surprised that the mutants are there. But again, you know, okay, That's that, I think that's a good example. It was probably worse than the Sea Devils, but there was more to talk about and to get out of it because it was much worse yes if you see what I mean yes I agree when something is worse there's more to talk about and um, Time Monster as well which was again okay some good some bad in there Mm. I was surprised actually you weren't so I thought you were going to have more of an extreme reaction to the Time Monster and you didn't (laughs) I think I don't know why yeah you really you were like I don't know it's just known for for being a bit of a, a silly one I suppose but silly's nice sometimes. I mean, you know, one of my favourites, other than um, Keys and Marinus, is the one from season three, the like first episode where they all go really tiny, and that's really silly. I still can't believe you love Planet of the Giants after all this time. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. We've not had anything like it since. I can't believe you hold that in your memory, <laughs> Planet of the Giants. <laughs> I just want a little Ian, okay? That's all I want, just a little Ian. <laughs> Saving the day. Right, okay. Well, let's announce the winner. And the winner is... The Curse of Peladon. Yes. I mean, I think people will agree with us on that one. Yeah, it was a great story. Yeah, four episodes, not too long. Didn't outstay its welcome. Plenty going on. Introduced some great characters and some return characters in different ways very yeah, appreciated it had a bit of everything and it had character moments like with Joe and the King there was time for that and the Doctor got his action moments and his um, authority moments as well and a bit of a mystery who's behind it all you know everything and here's the cast here's the cast coming up uh, now floating towards us they're all, Here we go. They're all up there we are oh, they're all having a, a group hug the Galactic Federation <laughs> They are on it tonight. <laughs> yes. Triple winner already. We're only like halfway through. Yes. Big win for the Galactic Federation tonight. Oh, my God. Next Oscar is going to take place at the Galactic Federation. It's going to be work like Eurovision now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wins the most, that's where we go. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd have loved to have been in Mr. Hawthorne's sense. house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, is Sam and Meg here, anyone? Oh, no, they couldn't make it. Oh. They couldn't get to the end of the, of the universe. <laughs> the end of the universe. It's a long way to go. It is a long way. And we're really grateful for all the people that did attend tonight. Because it was, it's a long trip. and we, we appreciate it. Thank you. That's why we're feeding you all. Right. Um, next category, then. Best regular. Ooh. Now, this is very interesting. We have the Doctor and Joe. That's it. I mean, like, there's no one within Unit. They don't feature enough to be cast as regular. We just, even, we know last season some people weren't in everything, but they didn't miss that much. This is whole stories that they're not in. And the same with the Master. He's only in two out of six. And we just didn't feel it justified to be a regular. A regular is someone that is... Pretty much, you, you feel like they're going to be there. And unit, it just, you know, some stories, you just didn't see them at all. 
they weren't part of it. And even the ones they were weren't like huge, their involvement. So, yeah. Controversial, but that's our choice because we're the judges. Very, and it, <laughs> and it was the master that won last time. Mm. The doctor, third doctor hasn't won anything yet. No. This could be his time. However, it's also Joe has like developed and grown a lot. Yeah, Jojo Grant. Um, hmm. Jojo definitely is not the same character now that she was the first story she was in. Oh, she yeah, she's developed a lot. It's in Terror of the Autons and Mind of Evil. Yeah, she is completely different. Um, but she's had a few weaker moments as well in this season. So let's announce the winner and then we'll discuss. And the winner is... The Doctor. Ooh. A win for the Very Doctor. interesting. Only the second time in nine seasons that the Doctor has won. And I think people might be expecting Joe, but although she has developed quite a lot, she has had a few weak moments. I mean, Day of the Daleks, she wasn't that strong. Okay, uh, Curse of Peladon, she was. Sea Devils, yeah. But then Mutants and Time Monster, I don't think she was. So she's she has developed, but maybe just not enough. Not enough to get the the actual Doska. Whereas the Doctor, he's he's mellowed out a bit since. Um... The, it feels like he knows who he is. He knows what he is. Like he's not as angry as he was in the the first appearance. He was really angry, you know. And that first, and I said to you, it's almost like that frustration. And I think now he's moving. Now he's traveling. Now he's doing other things. He's fighting. I feel like. This doctor knows who he is and he's calmed. Don't get me wrong, we sell Sandwich Gate, but it's a much calmer, it's a much different doctor and you know who he is compared to, like, previous season. Well, he's got, he's been out into space a few times, hasn't he? Maybe that's helped because he, he's not so any... And, well, he hasn't had the Brigadier around to be a dick to... Um, okay, I still think there's a, yeah, like you said, there's a few moments there with Joe that he's a bit patronising. Um, but he's, you can see he's caring and he's doing it in a caring way. And I, do you know what? I have, you know, when we started this, I wasn't so keen on the third Doctor compared to, you know, the first and the second. But even I have seen that progression and um, I can I can see qualities in this Doctor that, you know, I do I do like. Yeah, well done. Well done, Third Doctor. Two more categories to go. Two to go. Two to go. Oh, there we are. Let's just have a look over there. There's the um, Galactic Federation booth. Oh, they're looking a bit worse for wear already. <laughs> they're having a really good time over there. God. <laughs> there we are. I think um, oh, Molly might need to be on standby for some clean-up. <laughs> Poor Molly. <laughs> She's done well for me for the Daleks to get that job afterwards. Anyway, um, well, actually, Edith's done. Edith's done. Edith's well. done really well. Edith has done really bloody well. I hope she realizes that. Probably spits in my sandwich now. Oh. <laughs> Edith would never do that. Um, Miss Padgett's just given me the, the other envelopes. She's swimming them over here. Thank you very much. Um, right and. We are on now to worst moment. The nominees are. Am I am I doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The nominees are the quad bike chase in Day of the Daleks, the sandwich moment in the Sea Devils, and Tom Tit in the Time Monster. I thought we'd another. Uh, Did you? Oh, and, and, sorry, okay. Can I do that again? Controversial, we do have four. No, it's fine. Sorry, Miss Padgett is in my ear. Um, And the last one is the blue screen moment at the end of the time monster where Joe goes through and she sort of disappears. Very difficult to explain that (laughs) on audio. Blue screen Joe. Is that... Blue screen Joe. Yeah, let's just call it that. 
quad bike chase. Um, okay, let's just start. Which ones do you remember clearly and which ones do I need to explain? You're going to have to explain quad bike. You'd wanted this okay. one. Um, but the rest, I think I got. Okay, so the quad bike, it's where in Day of the Daleks where the Doctor and Joe are escaping, there just happens to be the bike there and it's a very... They're just sort of on this quad bike for a, a few seconds and everyone can sort of is running slow enough not to catch up with them and he does a couple of turns and that's about it and then they escape. Yeah, yeah, it kind of rings a bell. It's so, yeah, I know it annoyed you. Um, and the sandwiches, was the Doctor taking the sandwiches off of oh, sandwich Joe and just eating them all and being like, oh, sorry. Uh, that was a sort of dickhead Doctor moment. We just, of course, it's got to be there. Uh, I wanted Tom Tit there just because I think it's a ridiculous name and it just should not have made it to the final script. And it kind of looked like a cock and balls. And, well, yeah, it's it's the name of Tom Tit plus the prop together just do not make a good combination. Uh, so, <laughs> And then I chose for Joe blending into the blue screen because I just found it really funny. To be honest, I meant to remind myself of that because I can't see it in my mind's eye. I might have looked away at that point, so it's that's not as fresh for me. No, but it's really funny. It made me laugh. Yeah, so um, again, you know, some story moments, some production moments. It's always a bit of a mixed one for this. I don't think Sandwichgate will be a surprise to people that it's in there. Um, you were pretty annoyed by Tom Tit, so I don't think that'll be a surprise. Quad bikes, I think you mentioned, but it might be a surprise to people. Yeah, I mean, other ones just to mention that we had, there was only the three Daleks being in Day of the Daleks, but you watch special editions, so that's a bit difficult for us to argue about that one. Um, the In the mutants, the sort of space, the wall coming off and then floating out into space, that was that was there. Um, the bit with Ruth and Stu, there they are tonight, give us a wave. There we go. Um, the bit where they're like, we've done it, we've done oh, it. Oh, you hated that. Silly music. That was just annoying for me. Well, let's announce the winner. And the winner is Tom Tit. Yes. <laughs> I mean, maybe people don't find it as annoying as I do. Uh, I think they find it amusing. Um, it was just a cock and balls for me. It proper made me laugh. <laughs> I messaged you going, why is there a cock and balls? It's just the mystery of were they aware of what they were doing or not at the time. I think that's what it is. Were they... Maybe were they all in on the joke? I don't know. Yeah, were they in on the joke? Or or does it, does, everybody, does anybody else see something different? I don't know. Are they bothered? If you said Tom Tit to someone, would they find that... Tom who? Or is that, maybe that's just us. Maybe that's just us. Yeah. But it's all right, Mark, because we're the judges. Yeah. <laughs> If your name is Tom Tear, get in touch. With us. <laughs> get <a> special offer. <laughs> and your Tom Tit merchandise available now. Uh, there's got to be a T-shirt, surely. Oh my God, you could have that shape with Tom Tit on it as a T-shirt. I've got to make that. Oh God, I won't be wearing oh, that. Your probably. face, your face. Then. <laughs> oh come on, there's people out there that would want that. Okay. No. Probably. Not me. <laughs> I did that face of despair and disgust, didn't I? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, well, here's Kronos. Here's Kronos to come and get the award. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> oh, no, and Ruth and Stu. They're floating over. Uh, not brother and sister, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> so anything can happen. <laughs> God. Tom Tit. Uh, what am I talking about? What am I talking about? I don't know, about? love. Um, I don't know. We've gone a bit strange. Uh, it's been out in space, I think. It's too long at the edge of the universe, that's what it is. It does, it does do things to you, it really does. Um, Right, (laughs) there we are, that's worst moment then, I don't think we need to say anymore. Nope. Um, And let's go over to the, obviously, the award that we were waiting for. Mary Ash, top them up. (laughs) Couple Mary Ash, working hard away here. She had to serve the whole spaceship and now she's got a... She took time off for this, Mark. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah, she's building a colony in space and she had to stop, yeah. So, actually, before we go to the Sir Ian Chesterton Heroic Moment Award, um, I'm just going to cut in here because this is going a bit timey-wimey, everybody. I'm going to just splice in me announcing the winner of our Keys of Mariners competition 
from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so I'm just telling you, Sarah, now that I'm I'll fight, I'll sort out the winner and record it and splice it in here just because <laughs> we're not going to have time otherwise. Okay. <laughs> so with a little help from Kronos, here we go. Hello, this is Mark talking from the future. No, the past. Anyway, Kronos has sorted me out. The answer to our question, where was the last key found in the Keys of Marinus? Um, of course, it was in the murder weapon, the one that was used to hit Ian over the head with. Shocking. Um, so I'm now going to randomly choose a winner. Here we go. I've got them all written out here. And the winner of our Keys of Marinus figure set and a set of Second Doctor Top Trumps is Joe Short at the brain of Spock on Twitter. Well done. Kronos will be in touch with you very soon. There we are. Well done to you. <laughs> <laughs> who, who I've just announced, but I, at this time, moment in time right now, I don't. This is what happens when you're on the edge of time. You don't know if it's the future or not, but somebody out there, well done. Has well done, you. Keys of Marinus. Yeah, you won the Keys of Marinus set and the second Doctor Top Trumps. So they will be on their way to you. I'll get in touch. Whoever you are, wherever you are, <laughs> Kronos will get them to you as soon as possible. <laughs> and I would like to thank um, our members who voted in this category. Well done. Yes. Very good point. <laughs> and I'm going to cut here while I, while I check to see who won. <laughs> So we sent out the options, uh, and the nominees are Joe rescuing the Doctor in the Sea Devils, Kai helping to liberate his people in the Mutants, and Joe sacrificing herself and saving everyone at the end of the Time Monster. Now we only had three here. It's always a little bit tricky sometimes. It's funny, isn't it? Some seasons there are quite a few things, but then other seasons, like this was this was tricky actually to actually find that heroic moment. And as we always say, it's someone doing something against the odds, something that they normally wouldn't do. Um, and and by nature, Joe's character, she does this all the time. So the, you know, of course, she's going to be nominated twice here. We did have another moment with her that didn't make it, where she went up against the Ice Warriors in the Curse of Peladon. And then the only other one we had was Shura in Day of the Daleks, where he goes to take the bomb. Uh, yeah. But he does actually set set everything up in motion, so it's sort of all his fault anyway. So heroic, but also misguided. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> I mean, he's not going to be up there with, you know, Charlie the Barman or no. anything, is he? And that's so... it. Like, this category is it's those people that step up into the moment, that their character has a moment, that it can change their character. R.I.P. Charlie the Barman. Gone but never forgotten. And we did have some good supporting characters, but, you know, I, even I would say, you know, Jane Blythe would not be here. No, well, that's the thing, like... There's been a lot of supporting characters this year, but that's all they've been. Whereas if we look at previous seasons, there have been more moments of the supporting characters stepping up, stepping in, saving, helping. But I think it's because, like you say, it's Joe's nature to do that, to sacrifice, to that there are more for her. And that's kind of, it's written in that way, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I should just go back and, to the supporting characters. I mean, you had like Cotton and Stubbs in The Mutants. You know, okay, you could say they had some brave moments, but it wasn't, it, they weren't standout. And, you know, people like Ruth and Stu, okay, okay, supporting characters. I'm just saying about Ruth and Stu because I feel like we haven't talked about them enough, but they're not, they didn't have those heroic moments. Okay, yeah, they supported and they were doing their science and stuff, and but there wasn't anything amazing that any of these characters did. So that's why it was difficult. Let's see what our, our listeners thought then. So the winner is... Here we go. Just get me envelope. The winner is... Joe sacrificing herself in the Time Monster. Ah! 
Oh. Yes. Yes. Well done. Well done, well Joe. Her second Oscar um, for Ian, I think. I think she won last season as well, didn't she? No, I, I thought no. I think Miss Hall. Oh, she did. Won you're right. Season. She was up for it because she um, sacrificed herself in the deep. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, well, first win so. in the Sir Ian, second nomination. So that's not bad. Second and third, really. We're always proud of this category. Ian will be proud. I'm proud. Well, I imagine Ian and Joe Grant, actually. That would be quite a good uh, combination. Maybe. I mean, Ian I is they... a man in his own right. His own status speaks for itself, really. <laughs> okay, right. Let's... <laughs> we'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but also, you know, shout out to Joe uh, because um, I think someone on Twitter also said, you know, we didn't mention Joe saving uh, the Doctor and the Sea Devils. Actually, we didn't even mention that in the episode. So I hope this makes up for it that um, she she wins this Oscar for bravery because yeah, it's it's okay. The Time Monsters one of the most prominent moments, but yeah, it's been throughout the whole season. She's always willing to do whatever it takes. Whether that's got intelligence backed up with it or not, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll all be celebrating. Then she can join King Peladon and celebrate with the Galactic Lot, can't she? Yeah, I'm sure he'll love that. I mean, that's where I'm heading after this. I don't know about. You. I miss the invite. <laughs> this... Do I have an invite? <laughs> oh, that's awkward. Yeah, well, I've got this quad bike. Okay, let's go. <laughs> we'll just whiz around a few times and then speed in. And there we are. That's that's the Doscas season nine, and on to season ten, like we said last time. So. Double figures. Double figures. We'll have 10 winners, 10 heroes by the end of next season. I know. Oh, my golly, Ollie. Let us know if you think we need an Icon Award. Yeah, if we need different categories, we'll sort that out. for uh, Season 10 is a good place to mix it up. Yeah. And thanks, everyone, for your comments. Uh, (laughs) We tend to get more comments when we're harsh on stuff like the Sea Devils, so (laughs) that's interesting. Uh, But we're honest. When it's good, it's good. When it's not... Why not? <laughs> when it's not, it's not. No, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, again, thank you, all the catering staff, Kronos for organising everything. We're taking all the chairs back to Earth. Colony and space people, whoever helped us out, thank you very much. And we will be back the week after next with the beginning of Season 10 and the Three Doctors. Cannot wait for that. You, In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at to watch who. Uh, well done again to whoever won that competition. <laughs> well done, you. We will see you all later. Bye. Bye. To watch who.